Yo, what is up? Shut and up! And listen, we are back. Like we never left. We are in stew. Ooh! Gang, 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 gang. Yeah, back in the stew. Hey! <laughs> we got Johnny Boy loud and about. You know what it is, man. I'm about to jump around. <laughs> and I am your host, Danny to the G. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Danny yes. to the G to the... Miami! Let's go! <laughs> Shout out the Heat. Beating the Brooklyn Nets the other night. Bam yeah, bio, DPOI. He locked them down. Did his thing. Got the Spurs tonight at 8.30. Johnny's Knicks, seven-game winning streak. Oh, you know what it is, baby. We're not playing today, I think, so we're good today, but we're going for eight soon. We're going for eight real soon. I see ten. I see ten in our future. Of course, one of the big NBA news that came out today was AD is back tomorrow. Oh, man. Oh, man. What did that mean for him? It means you're going to start seeing the Lakers get pieced back together. With AD leading them, you think that's going to do it? I think AD is like their X factor. And it showed when, when he went out before LeBron got injured, they were struggling. Because they didn't have the rim protector. They didn't have the guy getting the rebounds. And obviously now they got Andre Drummond. You pair him up. You put AD at the four, which I love. Yeah, that's so I'm very excited about that. Woo-wee! Andre Drummond, another Twin Tower duo for AD, though. He had it before with uh, DeMarcus Cousins. That's right. I remember DeMarcus Cousins got traded right after the All-Star game that one year. Bro. <laughs> right after. I remember that. Right they after. Wore, AD wore his jersey because he was injured. AD wore his jersey for him in the All-Star game. I remember game. how pumped up I was. That to see Cousins and AD paired up in New Orleans, I was like, damn, this is going to be a problem. And unfortunately, they didn't culminate to anything. Yeah, because he was hurt in that season. He got hurt, like, during that. Yeah, during that season. He played a few games with them, but then he got hurt. They were good. Yeah, they were decent. I thought they were really good. Oof. But, Johnny, you want to talk uh, soccer today, right? Aw, what happened? Aw, poor soccer. Poor Super League. <laughs> what happened? You and I'll go through. What happened? Talk to me nice. What happened with the Super League, Dan? What right. happened? What so, is the Super League, first and all right. foremost? So, legitimately out of nowhere, this past Sunday, the biggest clubs in the world, you got to talk about like, your United, City, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico, Inter Milan, Juventus, they legit just got all, they have 14 teams come together and they basically said, we're not going to play under the UEFA rules. And UEFA basically is the, they, they run European soccer. Mm-hmm. Them and FIFA. They basically said, like, look, we're tired of Champions League. We don't like it. We don't like the format we play in the domestic league. So we're going to break off and do our own thing. And you guys are just going to have to deal with it. And then all of a sudden, like, everyone just started reading into it. And it really was on the outside looking in. It was a huge money thing. Like, you know, it's all like split revenue. You know, where these are the richest clubs in the world. They're going to govern the league themselves. It's, it was a mess from the beginning. I don't think they took the time to properly plan everything out, and that's why all these ramifications came in. UEFA came out, slammed them, said, like, you can... They didn't, they didn't shut the door on them. They said, you can go ahead and do this, but you won't be able to compete in your domestic competitions. You are going to be disqualified from the Champions League, and your players can't represent their countries especially now with the World Cup coming next year in 2022. That definitely um, put a lot of fear into the um, into the players. And the Super League, I 
the whole model of it is like the the whole like setup of it. It's great. Like it, it looks fun. You know, you get crazy good matchups every single week. You legit, you have the best teams facing each other, and you know the like I said, the framework is great. But you know, on the player standpoint, the players get screwed because you're only confined to this one league. You can't do anything else. You're disqualified from all competitions. Even representing your own country, you are disqualified. You can only stay with this club until, you know, maybe you seek out another team that's not in the Super League. And then, business side, I get what these teams are coming for. You know, this is, it's it's money. That's just what soccer is. Soccer was is played by the poor, taken by the rich. That's how soccer is, unfortunately. It's, a, it's the sad, sad truth. So... They were they were they were set on it Sunday. Sunday it was like, yep, we're doing this. We don't care about your ramifications. And then on Monday, these on Monday UEFA said, okay, well if you're gonna stay in this league, we're gonna disqualify you from Champions League this year. Three of the four teams that are in are they're gonna be disqualified from Champions League and Europa League. So Chelsea, Real Madrid, and um. Who else was in there? Someone else was in there. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm drawing a blank here. And Manchester City. Those three teams would have been disqualified from Champions League this year. Manchester United's in the semifinals in the Europa League. Man, you would have been disqualified from that tournament. And, you know, they said as early as Friday, if you don't shut this down, we're, we're going to replace you with the teams that you eliminated in the past round. They're going to take your spot in these respective tournaments. So I would say around Monday night, early Tuesday morning, we woke up to Manchester City being the first team to say, you know what, we're going to take a step back and we're not going to do it. Chelsea then followed suit. Manchester United followed them. And all the English teams left. All the English teams said, you know what, yeah, you know what, we're just going to put to the side and we're not going to do it. I think as of today, I think Real Madrid and Barcelona are the only two left. They're the only ones who have not yet formally said, we're going to get out of this league. I think they're going to end up doing it because they suspended it today. They suspended the whole league today, but they didn't formally excuse themselves from the league. So, that's basically it, Johnny. Super League, man. The ultimate league that never was. And there's no, there's the Super League. There's no prestige. There's no gain here. This is like an MLS type of format. You're gonna have, they have 14 teams. They're gonna add six more to make it a 20 team Super League, and you're just playing to win a trophy. There's no gain after that. You win your trophy and you go home. Like there's no gain. Like there's no relegation. Like in the like in the domestic competitions and uh, overseas. Here in the U.S. and the MLS, if you come in last, there's no penalty for coming in last. In fact, you get the first overall pick in the MLS Super Draft, and then you just resume the next year. You don't get demoted to the USL. Same thing with this European Super League. If, you know, if Tottenham Hotspurs finish last, they'll just be back in the league next year. There's no... <laughs> There's there's no gain in this league at all. There's there I don't I don't know like if they had a postseason format or anything, but like you just want a trophy and you go home. At least in the Champions League, 
you win a Champions League trophy, and then you go to the UEFA Super Cup to face the winner of the Europa League. At least there's gains after winning those tournaments. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm very relieved as a soccer fan that the Super League is gone. The framework was great. Like, the framework, I'll admit, is phenomenal. But you need time to really work at it, get the logistics straight, you know. And I think UEFA is going to come up with a compromise to maybe just make Champions League a little bit more interesting. So now it's a wait-and-see approach. They suspended the Super League. It's not canceled. It's not thrown away. It's suspended. I still think they're going to try and work on it. Um, and it's. I think, it, I think inevitably it's going to end up happening because a lot of these rich clubs just don't want to play under someone else's rules. They want to govern themselves. They and want that money. That's what's going to happen in soccer. They want that money, honey. They all want to govern themselves. Everybody wants to be their own boss. But imagine in, like, basketball, if you came in last, you go to the G League. Bro, I love it. 7 through 10, get out of here, bro. You were tanking? Nah, we don't got that. Tank in the G League. Tank in the G League. No picks for you anymore. How do teams grow through that system? What, with uh, no relegation? Yeah. You don't. There's no, like, you don't, like, you, you really just don't do anything. At least, like... You know, when you go down to like the next, the lower division soccer, you kind of, now you really want to battle harder and get back to the top. Like if I so come in last, if I come in last in the MLS, I kind of, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see these guys next year. We're going to stay, we're going to stay here. Like there's no, there's yeah, no, there's there no is no other league that you go down to. The MLSG. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the, the next, the next level of soccer in the U.S. is called the USL. The USL? Yeah. The U.S. League? They it's just United the United Soccer League. Oh. That's just what it is. It's it's the USL. They have smaller teams in smaller cities across the country. Which I think should be I think they should combine with the MLS and then you should, you can start a relegation system like that. I think that would be a tremendous idea. And I hope one day down the road when the MLS is done expanding and they keep adding these new teams, I hope that they open they open that up. Like, you know, if you come in last, like now you have to you're gonna have to move down a division. Cause there's some USL teams that they have some pretty good fans like FC like uh, Cincinnati, they were a USL team and then they just had such a great fan base that the MLS was like, you know what, we're gonna take you in. So you never know. No, we know. We know. Don't act like you don't know. Cause I know. Do you know? I I hope they do it. <laughs> nah. Well, here's the issue. Like they're not going to. I think they will in the future. I think how many years? Twenty? No, I think when they're done expanding. How long? I'm not sure. I think next year they was have. Was Florida a, the last team they expanded to? No, they have uh, Austin, Texas started this year. Austin, what's that team called? FC Austin. FC Austin. Oh uh, yeah. And FC. Yeah, Football Club of Austin. Bro, they are. And then you have, uh, and then I think Sacramento's coming in. And they have Nashville that just started. You have Inter Miami that just started last year. It's fun. Like I love the expansion of soccer in the in the US. It's great. But do you think? So you like it? Expanding expansion, yes. Even though it's not the same competition. Expansion wise, yeah. But like, I think once their expansion's over, they should brought they should make the competition a bit more tougher. Which means, you know. If you come, if you're in the bottom three of this league, those three lower teams get demoted, and then 
the the top three of the USL make the next move up. Do they have a relationship like that though? Not yet. They should, because like I said, the MLS took a team away from the USL, and they oh, went really? into the MLS. Yeah, uh, FC uh, Cincinnati, because they had like I said, they had such a great fan base down there that they were just like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take you guys. <laughs> we know we're gonna be big. You know you want to be part of this. They said yes. Dude, well, why not? Why not do it? Shout out to uh, we're gonna switch gears now to uh. To the NBA. Mm. Talk to me nice. Dude, Jaron Jackson Jr. is finally coming back. Wait, what? That's not yeah. where I saw you going. So John Morant's going to have his partner John back? John Morant's going to have his partner back. Jeez Louise, bro. That team is already exciting, Memphis. I love John Morant. I wish he was a Nick. <laughs> of course you do. Dude, we should have had the second pick if not the first. We should have had Zion. But we ain't getting no one, bro. So at least let him get Morant. Could you yeah. imagine him in the garden? What, Ja? Yeah. It'd be very interesting. Yeah, it would be so exciting. It'd be the best thing that ever happened to me since birth. <laughs> what? Ja Moran in, in a Knicks uniform. Yeah, with Zion? <laughs> no, you don't think Zion just drafted one, we drafted him two, and then six what, did you Zion did, did you hear those comments about they, they already started talking Zion to New York already? Oh, yeah, I'm talking it too. Because he made some comments of how much he, he likes New York. He said it's his favorite place to play other than <laughs> New Orleans, which no one liked the Smoothie King Center. <laughs> like, no one. Why did she have to say it like that? <laughs> the Smoothie King Center. Like, get out of my face, your favorite place to play. We all know it's the Mecca. It's the Garden. Well, everyone loves the Garden, man. Oh, like, my God, bro. Yeah, and he said it. So I know <laughs> other than New Orleans. Yeah, he had like, but, but, like, how many people have said they love playing in New York? They just don't go. Like LeBron. He almost did. It's just that D-Wade. Almost. He was more leaning towards Chicago than New York during his first free agency Oh, run. my God. Because of D-Rose. Whatever. Can you imagine? Was he um, D-Wade talking about going there, too? Could you imagine? Because they were going to do that. It was going to be... D-Wade and LeBron? It was going to be D-Wade, LeBron, Bosch, Bosch, Noah, and Derrick Rose. Wait, Bosch was still going to be a part of it? Yeah. I don't remember that. It was a picture I saw, and they were talking... And D-Wade was talking about it on... Uh, you know the Mari Stoudemire before Chris Bosch? D Wade was on a yeah. And D-Way then he was signed on, with New York. So I forget like, what it was. No, D Wade had someone else in mind too, and I'm like, yo, if it was. D-Way. He said he had a Mari in mind. Then he went to New York, so they had to go Bosch. They never talked about Melo. He was on a he was on a podcast, and D Wade was talking like, he's like, yeah, I was like really close to going to Chicago, but multiple he, times. Though. And then he was like, you know, we didn't. He didn't want to stunt Derrick Rose's growth, so that's why he left. That's why he didn't go to Chicago. Yes, Derrick Rose stunted his own growth. <laughs> well, dude, imagine like imagine that at that point, D Rose was the he guy. He would have been a champion. D Rose, D Rose was the guy at that point. I know. But think about it. If imagine if that team had formed, it wouldn't have been so much on D Rose's shoulders. He would have been. He would have had some extra years of explosiveness. And he probably became a shooter quicker. Yeah. Because you playing with LeBron, you have to. Well, LeBron gives up the ball to his point guard. We know that. Especially if he trusts his point guard, like. <laughs> He gave it up to Mario Chalmers. Never like, talk about it. Let's not talk about Mario Chalmers. Why not, Rio? Bro, that Heat team was fun. Shane Battier, Mike Miller. It was legitimately a whole bunch of James uh, Jones. It was legitimately a whole bunch of three-point shooters off the bench. Yeah, and then LeBron. <laughs> and then LeBron. What are you looking up? No, because I was because there was like a. 
I forget. I don't, I don't know if it was. I don't think it wasn't Amari Stoudemire though. I think it was. They had someone else in mind. It was. It was gonna be. You know, LeBron and D Wade. Yeah, the Chicago. They would play with D Rose, Noah, Luol Deng, and Tosh Gibson. That would have been scary. Is that before, or after Rick Hamilton? I want to say it was before. Maybe? Remember when they got Rick Hamilton? Oh my God, bro. Bro, there's so many iterations of these different teams. What do you think? Do you think that's a championship level team right there? Yeah, so like, what? D Rose, Chris Bosch, LeBron. Oh yeah, of course. We all bang when he earned the money. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. That team would have that they would have they would have ran the NBA for a very long I think LeBron would have stayed there, honestly. You think you think he would have never left? I don't know. Even? I don't know, I feel like because I don't think they would have ever lost in the finals with that team. Yeah, but he didn't leave because he lost. He left because... No, he left because Kyrie and Tristan Thompson finally fully developed in Cleveland. And, and they he, got and Kevin then he Love. Pack, and then he packaged a shipping Andrew Wiggins out for Kevin Love. And then he signed. Oh, no, no, Did he sign before that? Did no. he sign before the draft? Yeah, he was already there. Oh, and Andrew Wiggins was like, I can't wait to play LeBron. And then he was like, no, no, no. I can't wait to play with you either, kid. No, no, no. Imagine Andrew Wiggins learning from LeBron. What that would have done for him. What do you think? Yeah, no, so it's crazy. So apparently, like, I'm reading this article now that they were, they were, LeBron and D-Wade were both dead set on Chicago. They were dead set that they were going to go to the Bulls and they they didn't know where Chris Bosh wanted to go. Uh Uh-huh. So like, and then um, and then they got win. They got, they got word that Miami could afford all three players, and that's why they went. Because yeah. they they didn't think it was possible. They said the only way that the Bulls would make it possible was if they had, they had to trade Luol Deng. The Bulls. The Bulls would have had to trade Luol Deng. Who was a huge piece of that team? And right? and then you would basically pair up the big three with D Rose, who got MVP that very next year. The youngest MVP ever? He is, right? Yeah. He should be. Like 20, right? 25? How old is D-Rose? D-Rose now is... 22, 21? What, when he won MVP? Yeah. He had to be like 22, 23 years old. They said the youngest ever. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, people say... Yeah, you see, it's right here. Exactly right here. So, D-Wade was quoted as saying... You have a young up-and-coming star in Derrick Rose mixed in with two ball-dominant players. At that time, I don't think it would have worked out for us. We took our two ball-dominant selves away from having three guys as ball-dominant. So instead of it being instead of me, LeBron, and D. Rose, it's going, to be, it's going to be a tough one. So we decided to pick that what we thought was better from a basketball standpoint. Chris Bosh. So they basically... Yeah, because Bosh is not ball-centric. You, don't, you, you just got to feed him in the post or, or that corner three. He was an all-star. Yeah, he was but it, 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 but it's it's awesome to think that they were they weren't really thinking of themselves at that point. They were thinking like, okay, if we go here, this kid, you know, talking about D Rose, like if we go here, we're gonna mess him up because like we're gonna take over. And it's D Rose. That's it's not like D Rose sometimes. D Wade sometimes. D Wade obviously will have the seniority. He already had the one championship. Like he knows where to win. He knows or he knows how to win. It's like. Props to them for thinking that you know, we're not going to stunt this kid's growth because in the next year, he wins the MVP. 
But then again, all the weight wouldn't have been on his shoulders to carry Chicago. So, like, you would have had... We, we could have had D-Rose for a longer period of time. And you still would have had championship. You probably would have had at least one championship. You would have championship. had two or three, at least. Even if D-Rose... Without like, winning an MVP. Yeah. He wouldn't have won MVP. It's all right. LeBron won MVP one of those years. LeBron, I think, I don't know, 2013 LeBron was a different animal. <laughs> but are you a different animal and the same Dude, piece? he was... Dude, he, LeBron was in... Absolute unit in 2013. I, I, I think that was the best LeBron. Yeah, because of Ray Allen. Ray Allen helping him with his shooting. Well, yeah, and then I don't know, just like it was just, and he like the way he was like, he was chiseled. Like he was like, like, like he like he was chiseled. Like he was like he was just a he was just a moving tank. He did get cramps though, just because the AC broke. <laughs> we gonna act. We got like he couldn't do that. Yes, it was hot, bro. Bro, he got cramps. It's hot. It's hot in San Antonio. No one else in that building. <laughs> Literally no other athlete in that building got cramps. But LeBron had death cramps. But hey, whatever, man. You know, Jordan had food poisoning. <laughs> and still played. <laughs> and won. Do you remember the... What was the... Uh... What was the when COVID first started? They were like, now the now Michael Jordan's flu game just seems irresponsible. Wait, what? <laughs> when COVID first started, they were like, they were like, oh, now Michael Jordan's flu game just seems irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh my god, bro, such facts. Like now you're just <laughs> what were you thinking, <laughs> bro? That was I forgot about that. That show is so funny, bro. Bro, shout out to the Knicks who are winning right now, too. By the way, we are going to make it state. Let me see right now. You guys are playing tonight? What is the Knicks score right now? Yep. Uh, You guys are tied at 67, about to go into the half with the Hawks. Yep. Trey Young. That's man, a high-scoring game. Jesus. Actually, we're not tied. It's 67-64, Knicks. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's been a Trey Young three-pointer. Must have been a Trey Young three pointer. Uh, Kevin Horder three pointer. Julius Randle with twenty, Bullock with twelve, D Rose with twelve, R J Barrett with three points. Love to see it. <laughs> Look at R J Barrett's children. Trey Young has eighteen. Oh my. R J Barrett's a commodity. I don't know like what to think of him honestly. Trey, you know what he's good for, right? Nice Trey. What missing free throws to eliminate Duke in the in the NCAA tournament? Yeah. Getting Zion. Ooh, Atlanta. Atlanta with a with a two point uh with a two pointer right at the end there go up sixty nine sixty seven with a half uh, Kevin Horder again whatever it's a good number <laughs> if it was any number I'm glad it bro Trey Young has ten assists at the half <laughs> he already had the double double yeah oh my god Woo, we might have to get back into that game then the Miami Heat are up right now in the San Antonio Spurs dude look at Donovan Mitchell's setup right now. Look, look at Donovan Mitchell's setup. Donovan Mitchell right now is watching basketball on four He's different TVs that are next to each other. Four different games. Donovan Mitchell has his own bar setup at I his house. I think you know you have a love for the game, man. And look! No, never mind, never mind. I'm about to say, two of them are the same game! <laughs> like, two of them? He has both. He has two different broadcasts going of the same game. Oh, my God, bro. Talk about dedication to the game. Oh, thank God Jimmy Butler's back today. Dude, didn't you win with Donovan? 
Yeah, but you always miss Jimmy. You always miss Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Butler's... Uh, when they, I, never, I, never, I remember when they signed... Or did the sign and trade. I was so freaking happy. I was like, this is the pit bull player we need on this team. And long behold, his first year, he helps us go to the finals. It's Butler County now. It's not Wade County. I'll oh, stop that. It's always going to be Wade County. It's not Wade County anymore. It's Butler City, but Wade County. Butler City, but Wade County. Okay. Yeah, Wade owns the whole county. Butler's got a little section in, in the district. Obi <laughs> topping with the slam. Let's go. Kevin Knox getting traded. Let's do it. <laughs> That's what we need to trade. We need to trade him. There's really no reason. We don't need Kevin Knox because we have, we just have too many bit like forward, you know? Yeah. Next, bro. Oh, my God. And shout out Derek Rose, man. I love Derek Rose. I'm so happy he's finally doing well on the Knicks. Remember when we thought he was ever, ever going to come back? Who? Cool. Rose. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy he's had a career. That's what I'm saying. Remember when it was the return? Adidas hashtag the return? Bro, I was so scared. Like, I couldn't wait for D-Rose to come back from injury for a moment there. It felt like ye we waited years, honestly, actually. It didn't even feel like years, it was years. You feel me? A fifty point game in Minnesota will always be an amazing feat. <laughs> like that was like that was like raw emotion, especially like that with the, the post game uh press conference and he was like, I worked my ass off, man. <laughs> He's like, I worked my ass off, man. Bro, he did. <laughs> he like, really did. Like he it was, was crying. Like, see, exactly, but you see how much he loves this game. Like like, someone could drop 50, and they'll just talk about it and laugh at their press conference. Like, this dude was crying, and he's like, like, yo, I, like, I, I, I worked for this. Yeah, like, this is more than just a 50-point game right now. This is letting me know that I still got it. And he has so much love around the league, too. Like, there's no one that, you can't yeah. hate Derrick He was the Rose. first. At, you like, can't hate Derrick Rose. He was the last athlete, actually, to, like, really suffer from that ACL, like, like as devastating as it could be ACL. Yeah. Like, because before D-Rose, it was always... Career-ending injury, and then D Rose had the meniscus tear. Yeah, and right it was after like the ACL. Like it was just like oh like, yeah, it was a meniscus. Like, but either way, both of them, no, the ACL or meniscus, both of them were considered both knees like too. Like they, it wasn't the same. It was both knees. Like he got hurt. Like it was like and he kept coming this back. He was the first one to keep coming back. Yeah, it just took him a long time because he was the first. And now, like now, you tear your ACL or your meniscus, you're back next year. You know. Hopefully, Jamal Murray's back quick. Oh, dude, when I saw him playing, I knew, I watched that live, I knew immediately what happened. I said, all I needed to hear was non-contact, and I'm like, yep. Dude, I watched That's it. what scared me about Oladipo, but apparently now they said Oladipo's going to come back this year. Wait, oh, he's not, he didn't turn He's not out. No, he just, he just, uh, he just tweaked it a little bit, and they took him out for precaution, but he's just sore. Nice, bro, that's like... Ugh, being a professional, man, your body. Put it on the line. Trust me, bro, I know. Being an athlete, I've been hurt so many times. It freaking sucks. Quick question, though. Does Oladipo get the match contract this offseason? Because I said no. No, I didn't give He hasn't even played. All we know like, is what just, he did. So, factor in, he's 28 years old. So, he still has, like, at least, like, four to five years of, uh... Improvement? Of No, four to five years of, um... A high level basketball, in my opinion. And his peak is in the next two to and three. And he just—I think he peaked already. You think he already peaked? I think so. He's only—he's only like a—he's really only average. He's a like seventeen, 20, like seventeen 20. point career game average. 
That's Oladipo. I think he peaked with uh, Indiana. I think yeah, with Indiana. I right after he, I uh, think he really right after OKC, he got really motivated. Like his out. first his first year in Indiana, when he averaged twenty three, he peaked because then he went down to eighteen a game, went down to fourteen. And then he went back up to 20. And then with this short stint with Houston, he averaged 21. And obviously, we are just a small sample size in Miami, but he's only averaged 12 in four games. Very small sample size. Don't judge him too early. He might but I, I really I think he peaked already, honestly. He might be everything you need, though. I think I think his 2017-2018 was like his peak. Like He averaged two and a half steals a game, 23 points. Because right, he was compared to Dwayne Wade. Ha! Who, who lied? Someone <laughs> lied. Uh, we need to stop comparing these players to... Dude, nothing beats, nothing beats Ben McElmore. Oh, what was the comparison? Dwayne Wade with a Ray Allen jump shot. Ha! <laughs> ha! That boy's not a shooter! Well, now he is. Barely Ray Allen. What are we talking about? Well, not, no, not, not on that level, but... Never. Like, I never forget that draft comparison. Though. They said Dwayne Wade with a Ray Allen jump shot. I'm like, you're essentially calling this man one of the best players ever because you're going to have the athleticism of D Wade, the defense of D Wade with a Ray Allen jump shot. Like, you're never going to. The defense, too? You're, you're never going to beat that man. <laughs> the defense, too? Like, exactly. You're never going to beat that player in anything. Yo, Karis LeVert is in his Birkin? What? Karis Avert, he's in his Birkin bag. Oh. Bro. I'm happy is. he's back. Dude, he is. Yeah, nah, he's, he's having a good time. Did you see the interview he said? No, I didn't. He was like, uh, you know, they saved my life, and now whenever I go out there, like, I feel like it, like, there's no stress, no issue, no worries, because he really felt like he was gonna die, and now it's just, like, carefree. You know what I mean? Like, carefree basketball. He just goes out there and just balls out now. And he was already good before that. It was like, oh, that's just fire. Karis is going to be good, bro. Can't wait till he's in New York. Oh, my God. What? Not everyone's going to play for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. But they all can. <laughs> they can, but they won't. Offers on the table, man. <laughs> Offers on the table. No one can beat Emmanuel quickly when we need him most. That's all I know. Emmanuel quickly. Now, that's D-Wade in his defense. Make the Ray Allen jumper. Yours? He just has the floater. He just has the floater. That's that's Quickly's game right there, the, the magic floater. Dude, he has more than a floater. He can shoot threes. What was he? He was like, what, like the... He was, like, back-end first round, right? Or was he a second-round pick? Shoot. Whatever he was, no one knew. No one knew. Bro. We're looking at Emmanuel quickly. Yes, yeah, so I'm actually really, like, interested in, like, where he got drafted. Round one, pick 25. Yes, I was right. He was the back-end of the first round. You me? He's only 21 years old, but he's been, he been doing this. Didn't he go to Oak Hill? Did he? Uh, no, John Carroll School in Bel Air, Maryland. He was he was probably one of those random Kentucky. He was like in that random Kentucky Wildcats class that just wasn't that good. That he just was, wasn't he was, that good. He was a five star recruit. 
Quickly? Yeah. His second year, he was better. His sophomore year in Kentucky, he was better. His first year, he was doo-doo. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, probably with... Who, but he, wait, he's a Kentucky? Five... Yeah. Who was on there last year? They had nobody, dude. That team was garbage. But he really, he really, wor- he really worked for it. That so. team was trash. So he really worked for it. Then I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Their, 20, their 2019 class was Reed Travis, PJ Washington, Tyler Hero, Keldon Johnson. That team didn't play. Oh, well. he played with Hero. Yeah, he had. He also had a Tyrese Maxey, but he wasn't playing yet. Bro, they. That was a 2019 Kentucky class. I guess. They were good, but they weren't like as dominant as like as they used to be. Oh my! God. It was this past class that was awful for Kentucky. You see Miles? Yeah, they went nine and sixteen this year. You see Miles Hero? Oh, his little brother. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he gets end up? Little gets hero. A... I don't know. He's probably got swag now because of his brother. Oh, lady, you walked around. Oh yeah, bro. Imagine seeing you walking around your brother's Tyler Hero. And you can ball just like your brother is like your brother has like one of the best lives you can live. Legitimate twenty year old beautiful girlfriend play basketball in South Beach and you reached the NBA Finals your rookie year and you were you were actually like a big part of it a big contributor. Thank God no one knew who he was. Yeah, no. When they drafted him, I was like, who? (laughs) Did you really? I don't know who he was. I I knew who Tyler was. I don't know who he was. When he got drafted, I was like. Because I watched him in high school. I was like, there's no way Tyler Hero got drafted. I was like, this is crazy. Because he was a bucket, like, in high school. Yeah. Bro, kid was a problem. Absolutely a problem. I love watching high school kids, though. Like, I was watching Zion in high school, LaMelo freshman year. Oh, yeah, no. Everyone everyone was watching Zion. Jelly fam. Everyone was watching Zion in high school because we just couldn't believe that this kid was this size and playing in high school. Five foot foot white boys. Shut down by that five foot... Kid who just wanted to guard him out. Remember that? He got shut down. He got shut down. He didn't score the bucket. Zion was like this. He pointed at him, gets the ball in the post, and then misses. The kid was like, yeah! <laughs> bang, bang. The <laughs> <laughs> shooter, shoot, huh, Zion? <laughs> Let me tell you, man. I love it, bro. I love high school basketball. You can tell with them being a lead. Yeah, like, you have, like, these kids now. You have, uh... Like Mikey Williams. Oh, he's gonna be a problem, and, bro. And Wagner, who plays Wagner, who plays Matt McClung. If he wasn't so small, he would have been in the league. I think he's got. I think he actually is he coming back for his senior year? Georgetown. I don't think he's going back to Georgetown. No, he's at Texas Tech now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's going back for his senior year. He just needs to find out if Ball of Life is hiring or, <laughs> you know, one of these other. We have Mikey Williams now. You got the. Wagner, who plays down in Camden, New Jersey's number one overall recruit. Oh man, they must not have heard about me. Kate Cunningham coming out this year. Jalen Suggs. Oh my God, this, this bro! I wanted him to stay so bad that when Chet Holmgren committed to Gonzaga, I told you no one in college like, is not what bro, it used to be. I'm like, no, but the the thing is, I wanted to stay because they were high school teammates. Yeah, but high school ain't what it used to be. With them two, it was... It was no, one stay, no one stays for the story. Bro, Jalen Suggs, as a senior, Chet Holmgren's a junior, they blew out Sierra Canyon in, their, in the game. They blew them out. Bro, no one stays for the story in college anymore. No, but like... If, if, you're, if you're a high school teammate, is number one overall recruit. It, it's a consideration. Maybe, but like... I, don't I mean, obviously, I, he pro- I think he knew before anybody else... 
because obviously they're probably still like in communication. He Chet Holmgren probably told Suggs a long time ago, was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna f- commit to Gonzaga, but I'm gonna wait a little bit." Dude, he's gonna be a problem. Yeah, well, we'll in see. college next year, we'll see what happens in college. No, I'm telling you, bro, bro, that dude is a problem. What, what position? He's a he's a seven one center that like, he averaged like ten blocks a game in high is school. Is that that tall? Chet Holmgren, yeah. Is that the one that? Bro, if you watch, if 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 you watch, if you really watch high school basketball, bro, you know you know who Chet Holmgren is. Yeah. Oh my God! Is he really the number one? Bro, he's a problem. He's just really tall. No, he could score though. Yeah, I know, but to me, he's got gonna be injured all over him. Bro, he has the perfect score and. and like recruiting, if you get a one point zero zero, you are the perfect recruit in these people's eyes, like these people who set their rankings. But I'm telling you, this man is an absolute unit. But he has gonna be injured all over him. I mean, he's skinny, but like you just developed that in time. He's only eighteen years old. But bro, what I'm telling you, like he is a problem. Like yeah, I. Problem. Like I, I'm actually excited to see him play. Like, he's he's number one on ESPN. He's number one on twenty four seven sports. Like, but Chet Holmgren, they got Hunter Salas too, another point guard coming in. Like, but Gonzaga's not going away anytime soon. Nah, not at all. They're wilding there. All right, Johnny, bold prediction time. We're gonna wrap it up here. Bold prediction time. Let me tell you what it means to be a Knicks fan. Sign not, sign not, sign not. My bold prediction is one year, like five years, I think we're going to see something that we were talking about today rise again from the ashes. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to be talking about the Super League trying to come back again. Look out in the next three years. Stop that. I'm telling you. The, money, right. the money doesn't stop. That's what you heard here first. Shut up. And listen. Super League.